I'm Brad Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNS Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. Today is Thursday, February the 1st in the year of our Lord 2024. This is Hour 2 of Episode 1014 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, you missed a really fun hour, really informative hours. We have uh, still with us hanging out here into, for a couple minutes here into the top of our second hour. We have uh, Antonio Pearl Hardy. He's a city councilman here in Kenston, but he is also uh, the uh, a longtime referee. Almost 30 years he's been refereeing here in eastern North Carolina. We have Jason Bryant, sales executive to the Stars here, also with us. Here in our second hour, we're going to be talking to Robert Kravitz from Arundel Parrot Academy here in about, uh, about five minutes or so, five or six minutes or so. But uh, graciously spending a, a, a few extra minutes here with us is Antonio Pearl Hardy. And one of the things I wanted to talk to you about that I didn't get to, and I, believe it or not, hey, we're going to leave this world of sports here for a <laughs> second, okay? okay? But what are some of the other issues? And I wanted to get your opinion on this, especially someone that just won re-election, as you did back in November, just, uh, what, two months ago. Hey, what were some of the things that, some of the big issues when you were out on the campaign trail and you're talking to voters and, you know, you're shaking hands and kissing babies and <laughs> had the coolest T-shirt. Did you see his campaign T-shirt? I didn't. I'm jealous. Dude, it is the coolest <laughs> campaign. And I'm not saying that ironically. I'm saying that seriously. He had the coolest campaign T-shirt. But seriously, what were some of those big issues that were, that you made a cornerstone of your campaign and that you won re-election with? Well, uh, one of the major things was uh, road repair. Okay. Uh, as you can see, we uh, got a project going on now on Vernon Avenue. It's going to last probably until the summer, uh, around August. Uh, what people, uh, I want people to realize about street resurfacing is a lot of times there are a lot of pipes up underneath the roads that have to be done before the state will come in and do a state road. As Ver Vernon Avenue is a state road. It doesn't belong to the city. And there are a lot of streets like that in, in uh, the city limits and the county that doesn't belong to the city. So uh, we can't do any repairs to them unless the state gives us permission to do so. So that was one of the major issues. Um, another issue was uh, bringing businesses to Kenston. Uh As you know, uh, the uh, Heritage Street area has really picked up with uh, – businesses and and being and now the uh question on the table if we should have a uh, social uh drinking uh down down in that area like on the street uh, itself on the street yeah. right and uh the key thing was to talk to the business owners to make sure it was okay with them how they feel about it before we take any kind of action uh as Greenville and some of the other surrounding cities are already done so right now uh, we did a test bed we had uh, three forms and talked to the community and see what their take on it was. Um, they agreed, uh, along with the business uh, community, that it would be a good thing for the city to bring tourism in. Uh, you know, I'm on the Tourism Development Board, so um, it br helps bring revenue into the city. So it, it'll be a positive thing for our city. That is awesome. You have a question for him. I'm good. Yeah. Nothing. I am too. Nothing? No, no I mean <laughs> – there's so much, but I mean the the streets. I understand all that, and well, I have to ask you about this. There's a a parody, and I don't know how much time you spend on Facebook, Facebook. But there's a parody site on Facebook called the City of Kinston mm -hmm. that I got to tell you, I have 
God forgive me. I think it is one of the funniest things <laughs> out there. They make I, what I like is it really does build up Kenston though because they make fun of all the other communities around us and right. Snow Hill and uh, uh, Seven Springs and all that. And I think they, it's really funny. But they've got this thing called the Pothole of the Week, mm-hmm. and I that they have been. Doing, have you been keeping up with that? I, I mean, I see it. I don't yeah. like keep up with. Well, it. I don't know if I keep up with, but I yeah. but I see it when it comes up. Do you guys? I mean, I know you're on the city council. I mean, do you pay attention to it? To I, start I, with? I really don't. But let okay. me let me say something about potholes real quick. Yeah, please. Uh, we got a we got a phone number. Okay, what it, is that number? It, it's uh nine three nine. Uh huh. 3282. Okay. If you see a pothole, call that number. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that pothole will be fixed as soon as possible. Okay. We we have a hotline down there at the city uh, complex, uh, public service. Uh, you call that 30, uh, 3282 number. If you have any kind of problem with a pothole, just call us and let us fix it. Okay. You know, uh, a lot of people, they complain. But we we uh, they'll call the city council member. Uh, we we I get it at least. And two. you don't mind that, do right? You? I don't mind. Yeah, it. yeah. I don't mind it. Yeah. But the if you want a quick response, because I'm busy, uh, the mayor's mm-hmm. busy, other council members busy. Uh, we have all kind of committees we own. We got all kind of meetings we have to attend. Um, you know, we just had a meeting with the manufacturing companies in, in Kempston yesterday to talk about how we can get our young people jobs during the summer, let them visit these facilities, get a a, a good idea of what the job consists of. Put Connor to work. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, they won't leave our great city to go yeah. somewhere else to work. We got competitive prices here yeah. for jobs. So I think the biggest thing is a um, couple points. There's – there's so much that this city has to offer that the average person doesn't even realize this. Yeah. There's there's the work programs. There's, I mean, there's volunteer organizations where you can serve time. But the biggest thing is take the time. The city council is only one part of it. There's private citizens that are involved in all these committees, all these organizations. When they take the time and they volunteer, you know, all these hours to put on a private event that the city stands behind and permits and, and goes through all the process. Go to those events. Those are the events that, that make yeah. us look good. The, if you the don't go, fest. they will start. Yeah. They will start. The Barbecue Festival, Renaissance Freedom. Festival, Bradfest, Freedom Fair Classics fire. coming up. Right. Yeah. Sand in the Street's coming yeah. back. Yeah. Sand in the Street. I, I mean, we're going to be talking about Freedom Classic here in the next couple of weeks on your show religiously yeah. and having all of them. Such a great thing. Yeah. There's a reason the Air Force – and Naval Academies come to Kinston. Oh, they love coming. They don't here. come because yeah. somebody's making them come. Right. They they enjoy it. It's a highlight for those kids. It's it's a chance for us to have D one baseball. And although it's not high level D one baseball, it's some of the most competitive, competitive baseball that you'll hey, see. Air Force has been to the NCAA tournament the yep. last couple of years. Right. And, sure, so. I mean, I don't miss it unless we had to be out of town uh for something. But I mean it's fantastic. I just don't think I don't think the average person wants to go to that for some reason. I, I just don't see the crowds that we do with the wood ducks. Yes, February, but it could be 75 degrees or it could be 45 degrees. 45? Yeah. It could be 20 degrees. <laughs> Snow one year, 20 degrees. It was. Listen, Pearl, we'll get you out of here, dude. Thank you so much. Generous with your time, as you always are. Yep. 
Come back in. Will you come back when I, baseball season starts? Anytime. Anytime <laughs> I'll be back, bro. You're the best. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Me. I appreciate you. Tell you what, we're going to get Robert Kravitz up here on the line with us. Uh, I'm going to mute you guys if you want to switch places. And uh, Pearl, thank you so much, buddy. No problem. Appreciate you. I tell you what, let me thank uh, let me thank uh, our good friends over at uh, Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with Wooden, Woodman Life for 15 years. I could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community is evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to uh, Danny Rice, to Jared Edwards, and Woman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, Give our good friend Jared a call at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston. Now, that's beside Highland Furniture and across from Cell Auto Mall. So, uh, again, Woodman Life, Arendelle Parrot Academy, Spence Automotive, GoEco Technology Service Provider, UNC Lenore Healthcare, Lenore Community College, our day one sponsors, and uh, athletics director from one of our day one sponsors on the line with us right now is Robert Kravitz joining us here on the Brian Hanks show. How are you doing this morning, coach? I'm doing well, Brian. I hope you are. I am doing really good. I got to tell you, I am so pumped and I'm going to do my best. I'm not guaranteeing, but I'm going to do my best to be out there tonight for this uh, ceremony that you guys are having that I didn't even know anything about that this had happened. So I, I kind of uh, talked about it a little bit yesterday. I talked about it this morning. Leo Lockhart <laughs> came on the, uh, or it, uh, has been texting me about it a little, but I want to hear from the AD's mouth at a parrot Academy. What happened earlier this season with a referee and tell us about this ceremony tonight, coach. Yeah. So it was, uh, November 30th and we were hosting Wayne Christian here on campus and we had about two minutes and 44 seconds left in our JV boys basketball game. And I was on, on I was on the far end of the gym on the opposite side of where our lobby lobby is that and all of a sudden i hear someone yell kravitz and i turn around and i don't really see exactly what's going on and i just look back at our athletic trainer that was here that night from young's physical therapy deja i said deja let's go and we kind of run across the court not really knowing what we're coming up on and lo and behold right there in the lobby of our uh gym is one of our basketball officials who is who's out on the ground and uh, we had two other people there on site. Uh, well, they were, they were there as spectators, but they were medical professionals, but they were just, they just happened to be right there. And, um, you know, he, he was kind of, you could just tell he was having some type of cardiac event. Uh, you can kind of see how he was, you know, fading, uh, ever so slowly. He was, he was responsive, but you know, not so much. So, uh, I ran, got the AED, uh, came back with that. Um, you know, they, they hooked it on him and lo and behold, uh, shock was advised. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking, oh, wow, this is, I've, I've never seen this before. Um, so the AD shocks him. And as soon as it shocks him within a matter of seconds, he is, he, he's beginning to, to seize and the situation goes from bad to worse right away. And, um, Man, we just, you know, we had some people there in the stands that were there to watch the game that were medical professionals that were all hands on deck. I mean, they started to administer CPR. Um, 
you know, 911 was obviously called right away. Um, the AED was still hooked to him, uh, advised for another shock, so he was shocked twice. Um, we, we were able to, um, you know, give him a dose of some epi that we had here. Um, so there's a lot of running back and forth uh, between uh, me and a couple other people. And by the time EMS had arrived, he was, he was coherent. He was able to answer some questions. Um, and it was triggered by uh, a low, low potassium. Uh, so he, he went to the hospital that night, stayed overnight. Um, and, uh, man, I mean, just, you know, there's so many things running through your head in a situation like that. You know, it's like, okay, we, what do we got to do to make sure that this, this guy sees, sees the sunrise? You know, I mean, it was a very scary situation. Um, you know, at the same time, what do we need to do better? Uh, but, you know, he left here. He left alive. He um, he actually reached out to me over our Christmas break to, to thank me. And uh, we've talked several times since. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you know, life is such a journey and you meet so many people along the way. And uh, it, it's amazing how, you know, a, a gentleman walks into the gym and all he's there to officiate a game. He's there to do a job. He's there to go home. And then, you know, something like this happens and then you talk to him several times and you get to know him a little bit more. And it's like, wow, you know, what I mean, just, you know, we take so much for granted uh, and we don't take time to, to meet people and, and, and learn about them and understand what they do and everything else. And man, I've, I've enjoyed the, the few conversations that he and I've had together. Um, you know, he, he called me up and, and just, you know, wanted to thank me and try to reach out to so many other people that were there. Uh, to thank them for what they did for him that night. So, uh, you know, I figured, well, heck, let's bring you back to school. And, uh, man, he was all about it. He was excited about it. So, um, you know, tonight when he comes back, we're going to take time to, to recognize him. And, you know, we're recognizing him, but at the same time, we're also, you know, giving thanks to, um, you know, all the officials for the stuff they do. I mean, they go through so much. It's such a tough job these days. Um, and no one, no one seems to appreciate all they do. But without them, we wouldn't even have athletics. Um, so you know, we're, we're taking time to to thank him and appreciate everything he does. But at the same time, it's it's you know, giving thanks to all the officials, and, and more importantly, I mean, kind of giving giving, or not kind of, but giving, you know, praise and honor to the Lord because, you know, his hands were definitely in play that night. Uh, you know, he always has a plan for all of us, and we might not know what it is, and sometimes. It's not how we want it to end, but in this case, man, it's such a praise that he's able to come back and, and do this. And I mean, it's just, it's just awesome. And I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. Again, when you told me about this earlier this week, coach, I it just, it, for starters, I didn't know about it, but man, for you to be able to honor this gentleman and to, uh, and his name is James Little, by the way, I should uh, put that out there too. Uh, uh, Correct. And I know there's going to be a lot of officials there too, to, uh, to show you appreciation of what you're doing for this man too. And then for the people who were in the crowd that helped that night, it just, you know, what in this day and age, coach Kravitz, the, and I'm saying this to Jason too, you know, we, we talk about negativity mm -hmm. and this and the other man, it's refreshing. It's just freaking a fresh, uh, refreshing just, to, to have a night like this, where it's going to be just all positivity, coach Kravitz. Thank you for doing that, sir. No, well, it, it's my pleasure, but you know, it's, you know, it's nothing. I mean, we're not doing anything, you know, we just, we just want to make sure that we take the time to, 
to give praise and, and honor and glory where it's due. And I mean, like I said, you know, to God be the glory. And we're just so thankful that we're able to do this. And, uh, man, to, to, to see it with your, this is my 20th year in education. Uh, I think this is like my 12th year, 11, 12 years as being an athletic director, but I've been surrounded by sports my entire life. And, you know, every, every two years, I think we, we all take courses. All of our coaches are AED and CPR certified. And, you know, we take those courses and, and you know, we, we come into that class and we're like high school kids all over again, you know, uh, you know, we pay attention. We've done it a million times. We know how to do it, but we're in there kind of having a good time with it and goofing off with the mannequins and everything else. And man, when you see it, when you see it firsthand and, and, you know, I, I will say this, you know, we, we have an emergency action plan just like most schools do. Uh, and, 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 you know, I kind of have to give our crew a pat on the back because I mean, we, we, we handled it perfectly. Uh, I mean, there was no panic. It was, you know, nine one one was was called immediately. Um, everybody was on site. I mean, it was just. And again, you know, we were just so fortunate to have uh, some medical professionals in the stands that were right there uh, when it happened. And again, you know, it's just, you know, it, it occurred with just a little over two minutes left in the game. And heck, you know, basketball those last two minutes, you know, they could last forever. But you know. 10 minutes later, he may be sitting in his car and that happened and he never leave the parking lot. Everyone's wondering, why is that guy sitting in the car yeah. or worse? You know, he could have gotten on the road and that happened. And, you know, someone else may have been involved in something. So, I mean, it's just, man, just an awesome story. And it's just a great opportunity to come back and, and, and honor everybody. And, you know, just, you know, like you said, you know, just sharing, sharing positivity with the world. You know, we've reached out to, uh, the, the local news stations and, you know, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be here tonight too. So, I mean, you know, it'll be, it'll be heard through a lot of communities. I love it. About what time do you think, how many games you have tonight? Cause I know that depends if so, it's three games, four games, about what time do you think approximately this ceremony will take place? Yeah, correct. So we have uh, two games tonight. We're playing epiphany here. It's also our senior night. Um, so our first game is at five thirty. Um, so, uh, our varsity girls tip off at 5:30, so we're probably going to try to do this right before the varsity girls game. Okay. Uh, the plan okay. right now is, uh, you know, the girls will come out on court, they'll go through the warm-ups, and right before we do our starting lineups, that'll be about the time we we honor Mr. Little. Um, so, you know, 5:20-ish, 5:25, somewhere around there. But, you know, we'll wait longer if that's what it takes to get more people in the gym. Um, you know, because this is, you know, this is a feel-good story, and we want people to hear about it. This is awesome. Well, listen, uh, Coach Kravitz, I appreciate you reaching out to me, letting me know about this. I'm going to do my best to be out there, too, for this tonight. I mean, again, to celebrate something, you know, I mean, this is to celebrate the saving of a life and the heroes that were in your stands. I mean, it's just inc- incredible. I got to get a baseball question. When when do you start? Have you started <laughs> practicing baseball yet, Coach? Wait, so, officially, we start the 12th. Uh, we've had some workouts, you know, pretty much throughout the winter. Uh, we started back in uh, early December. And then, uh, of course, we had exams, Christmas break, and we've been back at it uh, two times, three times a week. So uh, next week we have a dead period, so we'll get a little bit of break before we, we come back on the 12th. But, you know, it's, it's exciting. Uh, I'm ready for it. I don't know if I'm ready for the cold. The older I get, the colder it gets, it seems. Uh, and, I, and, you know, it really hadn't been that bad of a winter, so I just know once 
once that little white ball comes out, it'll be about 14 degrees outside. So <laughs> That's the way it goes. Hey, I'll end uh, yeah. our talk with you with this. How about this? Leo Lockhart, who's uh, been contributing the entire show uh, via text this morning, he's listening right now, and you'll love this, Coach Kravitz. He said, I think this is – I'm just reading straight from his text here, uh, Coach Kravitz. He says, I think at any other place – he wouldn't be here today talking about Coach Little and, or uh, Mr. Little, and he said he is. This is what Leo said. I'm thankful for the parent family, so I know that means a lot to you too, there, Coach. Yeah, it does. And you know, I've seen Leo in and out of gym so many times over the years, and man, first class. I, I love him, and I love I love seeing him. And man, it'd be nice if he can show up tonight as well as a few others. So I, you know, it'd be nice to have. I've reached out to Roy Turner, who's also you know the booking agent. Not you know, I know they've got basketball games all over the state. But, you know, man, how cool would it be to have a lot of his colleagues show up tonight? Absolutely. Listen, Coach Kravitz, again, thank you so much for letting me know about this. Uh, And, hey, we'll we'll talk to you again here in a couple weeks as we're getting baseball season fired up, okay? Absolutely. Always good to hear from you, Brian. Hey, it's good to hear from you, sir. Coach uh, Robert Kravitz, Athletics Director of Rendell Parrot Academy. Have a good day today, sir. You as well. Take care. There you go. And, Jason, Mm -hmm. man, just – with, you know, we were, you know, in here with uh, Pearl talking about some of the negativity that happens. It's good to have a positive story, you know. I mean, here, a referee, and it's and Coach Kravitz was absolutely right. Yeah. What if that had happened? There's two minutes oh, yeah. left in that game. What if that had happened 20 minutes later after yep. Mr. Little's in his car driving home or whatever? I it mean, it could have been a totally different situation. Yep. Man, just it's awesome. a pretty cool story. I didn't know anything about it, honestly. I didn't either. I mean, until uh, Coach got up with me earlier this week, yep. and he said, uh, you know, we're doing this thing Thursday night. Can I come on your show to talk about it? And I'm like, heck yeah, especially yeah, when he told what me what do. it was about. Yeah, exactly. So, I get free lunch now. I'm uh, I'm so excited. about, it. And I try. I wish Mr. Clemens had uh, got on with me about it, too. But I uh, oh, had a delicious man. lunch in downtown Kenton yesterday at Lovick's Cafe. I hope man. you enjoy Wendy's. <laughs> Wendy's, man, I think it's got to be. Uh, how about Kings? I'm thinking a nice Kings dinner, dude. What do you think? We can do that. I love it. I love it, man. I, I, I'm on a roll. Virginia now. really can't. You're supposed to be a defensive school, and they they give up. 53 did you watch? Points. Did you no, watch? The, why would I watch Notre Dame and Virginia? Well, I watched it. Okay, I'm sorry. Last night, no, it was. <laughs> hey, we watched uh, Linda. Well, it was up on. It was a uh, Mickey Mouse ear on the left hand side because Linda and I we watched the Beekeeper last night. Have you seen the commercials for that? I think so. Oh, it's good. Jason Statham yeah. and uh, Felicia Rashad mm-hmm. and some other actors you've heard of, but. I got to tell you, two thumbs up. Good movie. Now, I mean, it's a turn off your brain, uh, John Wick kind of thing. Yeah, Are you a John you. Wick fan? Yeah. Then you'll love this because it you. has a lot of John Wick vibes to it. But, uh, man, it, we had a lot of fun. But I was watching the game up the top left. And off and on, because Virginia led. I mean, now, Virginia was up like 20, 22 points. They let Notre Dame kind of back into it there in the last couple of minutes. But uh, it was a... 15 point game with 45 seconds left and they fouled they fouled a notre dame shooter sent him to the free throw line he was taking a three-pointer he had all three three point or all three free throws that's why it ended up and i was just chuckling i was like man i i hope so because i did other than winning my bet with you mm-hmm. i didn't really put anything yeah. else on it we got to talk about underdog fantasy man we got to get people signed up i've talked about it a lot here maybe i need to do a social media thing but dude I won five, baby. Look at that good-looking woman right mm-hmm. there. That's my wife. Yep. She's hot. Yeah. Can I have some fries with that shake? 
<laughs> anyway, uh, underdog fantasy. Yep. It's uh, fun. It, it is fun. And I don't know. I think it's because we're just so not used to it here in, yeah. in Eastern North or not just Eastern North Carolina, but in yep. North Carolina that, uh, we've not had a lot of people sign up for it. Uh, but uh, please do, uh, go to underdog fantasy.com uh, or under, or download the free app. And if you, uh, uh, put in a, up to a hundred dollars, you'll get a hundred dollars match. I did it. You yep. did it. Paul Whittington's done it. Uh, and I had a, I had an all right night last night. I won both of mine. I did two $10 yeah. ones and one yeah. 60 bucks, but Hey dude, it's fun, man. 60 bucks on $20 investment. That's not bad. You I, know, I think it's ridiculous that we can't say the name of the big game, but big games coming <laughs> oh, up. Okay. Big games coming up next, uh, Sunday. And like, the, I've heard it's super. Yeah. The amount of. And a bowl game. Yeah, it'll bowl you over. Yeah. But <laughs> it, uh, the ulti- we're, we're not clipping this and sending the, it to him. No, <laughs> the ultimate bowl game. <coughs> the bowl to end all bowls. But anyway, uh, but there'll be so many things that you can look at. Um, everything from passing yards for the quarterbacks to, um, you know, receiving targets of certain players to, I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff. It's great. So what color is the Gatorade going to be well, for that, the winning team? That probably won't be on there. That, but I mean, I don't know how they would do that. But I mean, there's golf on there. Yeah. Um, you can pick. There's a rival mode where you can pick one golfer against the other golfer. Um, it's just really fun. I yeah. can't personally. I'm saving for baseball season because I'm better. Okay. At baseball, I mean, I, I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. how many hits or. I have been killing at football until this past weekend, yeah. dude. And I listen. And listen, we're not going to give you guys pie in the sky, no. and you're going to win every time. No. Guess what? You're taking a chance when you. It's called hey, hey. It's called gambling for a reason. That's okay, right. that's right. And can I tell you something? Your boy Brian had a pretty bad weekend. I, I hit on one of eleven uh, yeah. games. Dude, it's hard so. though, but you you sit there and you look at it and you're like, wow, I know this is going to happen. Well, that's why I wanted to talk about this here with you. I have found, and it, it, it's common sense. You're going to roll your eyes at me when I say this, Jason, but I have found the fewer games that I do. Yep. So, like, if I do two, I hit on a lot of twos. Yeah. I've hit on a couple of threes. I've only hit on one four to this point. I hit one four. Did you? Mm-hmm. Man. But I don't remember let's put what a, Let's put a smile on your face when you when did you, you hit know, one of those. Did you know that – um, there was an article on VSIN um, earlier in the week. A guy um, somewhere in the country, he picked. Hold on, let me get my story straight. Who was the first game? Uh, it was uh, Detroit. Detroit and uh, San Francisco. Or was it? No, no, no. It was Baltimore. It was Baltimore okay. and Kansas City was the first so game. So he had Zay Flowers and Kelsey on a prop bet to. First touchdown for each team. Okay. The odds were ridiculous. Yeah. But he also paired it with uh, Kittle. Hold on. Who, who's And Laporta over, like, the yards. He missed Kittle. Kittle only had 19 receiving yards. And it would have been, like, it would have been something stupid, like 50 grand on a $25. Wow. Because he played the odds, like, actually in Vegas. Well, I told you uh, I missed one of the four ones, which I yeah. would have made on a $25, uh, can you say wager? $25 sure. investment. How about that? $25 mm-hmm. investment 
I would have won like $805, and I missed it by a half yard for uh, uh, Monroe St. I'm Brown. Sure, I'm sure you're sick. Sick to my stomach. It was, oh, don't think they don't know what they're doing with. Oh, yeah. uh, I, listen, I mean, again, these casinos and these books and stuff, they're, they've not been built by yep. people uh, taking money from them the whole no. time. They know what they're doing, Jason no, Bryant. But it's, it's fun entertainment. It's, it's a way to, yeah. to view the to view the games in a different or more in-depth level. I mean, it's pretty cool. So No, no, no. What I was going to tell you, I was going to look at my win last night. Dude, I just was bored, and I put in a two-one for uh, – uh, well, they give you the – and if you – play like a couple of times yeah. a week they, they give, give you, you these, free picks yeah they basically it's a free pick mm-hmm. like the one was well Giannis have more than 0.5 first quarter points rebounds and assists yeah come on now you know that's yeah. a gimme but then i did uh james harden uh more than three and a half first quarter points dude he scored six he had four points in the first minute so i automatically won yeah. that one in the first minute yep. of uh, yep. that game that it's they fun, played man. last night. It is fun. But it, common sense, and that's what yep. one thing, uh, you know, and they make a big point. Oh, that, yeah. Hey, one, if you don't be stupid. Don't no. be putting your rent money on it or your mortgage nope. or your car payment unless unless I'm really certain of a bet and I tell you to do that, okay? Take, take your Starbucks <laughs> money for the week. There you go. And, and, and then and you'll be buying uh, – Then you'll be buying your coworker Starbucks. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Okay. Uh, I cannot believe we've really got like uh, five more minutes here. All good, dude. man. It's crazy. Uh, what, what, Carolina, man, and I know you're a Duke guy. You're wearing your Duke colors right now. I was really hoping Carolina was going to be undefeated going into that game with Duke, and I, I have a feeling you did too because you texted me. Oh, it's going to be bad, man. <coughs> Carolina's a lot better than Duke right now, but Duke's got injuries also. Duke's People got injuries. They're not played. They're not as uh, of a well-oiled machine as what Carolina is. My only hope is that Carolina takes a step back and tries to run their offense through Baycock, and if they do, then we'll be competitive. If there's great guard play and and from their threes and fours, then we're in trouble. Right now, the spread – well, they've actually – I tell you what, let me go to VegasInsider.com and look that up. But they have uh, – I'm wondering, well, what do you think the spread I, – I love doing guess the spread. What do you think the spread it'll is be, right now? It'll be low. I would think it would be low just because the Duke Carolina rivalry game five and a half Carolina. Ah, they've not posted it yet on. Uh, well, hold on, let me see if I can find. Oh no, it's because I'm looking at the wrong day. Da, 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 da. It's got to be five and a half. Wouldn't be surprised if it was higher. They've not posted it yet. Why? Because they probably don't know. Yeah. Who, who's playing yet? They have not posted it yet. Nope. Uh, I like that, and I'll, I'll look at that tomorrow and see if I can get it uh, for tomorrow's show. But I would—I don't know if it'll be five and a half. I, Duke still has, and I'll say it: I think Duke is better coach than Carolina. And uh, and I know my Carolina people are gonna be like, "Oh, look how well Carolina's playing and all." But listen, I'm still not sold on Hubert yet. I think he's got a lot of talent in there this year, a lot more talent than they had last year, and that's why they're playing better, and that's why they're number one in the ACC. But uh, I still think your boy is uh, is a, is probably a better coach than Hubert Davis, dude. Um, what do you think? I don't know. Really? I mean, he did all – last year was a train wreck. He did – he made all the right moves and got them back to where they need to be. Um, he cleaned house and um, – I mean, they're just better. Well, they can't be as good as Tony Bennett, though. You know what I mean? That, that just is what it is, man. I mean, Tony is uh, – uh, the best coach in the ACC, if not probably the best coach in America right now. Your thoughts on that? 
No, he's not. <laughs> Why? Because he couldn't beat Notre Dame last night by more than 12 points? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. He's, he's a classy guy who does not care about point spreads. They won the game solidly last night, and that's why that's, he's the best coach in America. I hope they lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament again. If they make it. Because at this point, well, I'd like to think at this point, uh, they're third in the ACC. You can't tell me that. And as much as everybody wants to talk about how we need to get David Glenn back on the show, dude. Yeah, we need. Well, I, I'll, I'll try that for next Thursday. How about that? When dude? do you want to do that? I'll try next Thursday. How about that and see if we can get him on uh, next Thursday with you and I. I mean, going into the Duke Carolina game today would have been a great day. Today would have been the best day, doggone it. You're absolutely right. And I'll tell you what, maybe not next week, maybe the week after because we need to be all Super Bowl next year or uh, next week. I'm going to have Brett Kennedy. Well, no, I can say Super Bowl on the show because we're not talking about uh, underdog fantasy. (laughs) See, I could separate the two there. I don't know if you can, bro. Really? Dude, every other sports talk. talk It's a trick. Unless they're licensed by the NFL, it is a trademark name that you cannot, you cannot. You're use, educating me. That's you, Google it. You no. cannot use that name to benefit from anything. I'm telling you, I be, dude, I, I'm not dissing you. I believe you. It's just it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Matter of fact, I will forward you the email. Oh dear lord. Okay, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, we're not. Yeah, I'm not going to say nobody's listens because a lot of people are listening. The Supper Bowl, but yeah, but nobody from the um, NFL is listening. Yeah, you that that would be crazy. That that's just insane. But I mean, but Terrence Copper is going to be here on the show next week. Awesome. Uh, he's going to be coming in right there, sitting right where you're. I think he's going to be joining us on Friday. Uh, I'm going to get Brett Kennedy on from uh, 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 who used to be with Channel 12. He's now in Kansas City. He's covered the Chiefs all year long. We're going to have him on the show next week. Uh, your boy uh, Harlan Neal. I mean, he's a big San Francisco guy. I need to balance it out and have some 49ers voices on here, too. Mm-hmm. Anybody else you know that has a 49ers connection? No. Yeah, me either off the top of my head. I hey, don't know. My daughter Avery has a Kansas City Chiefs connection. Taylor Swift? Yeah. Dude, that was so funny, man. Uh, you do. I think we talked about it on the show. Linda's nieces, uh, who, who they're, they're in their 20s. Didn't give one crap about the NFL. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey start dating. I actually went to, I don't know if I told you this or not, in 2016, I went to a Raiders at Kansas City game. Great experience, man. Had just an awesome experience. I'd never been there. I'd always heard about, you know, the Mm -hmm. the game day experience at Kansas City. We had a blast, but I bought a, uh, well, I've got a Kansas City hat. I've got a a Kansas City, but I bought a little plush toy. So I gave them that has the Kansas City uh, oh, that logo cool. on it. Yeah, so I gave that to them. So because uh, what do I need? So the thing for? is, is it could be the only question mark I have is, is it real? And yeah, I have thought I, that I've wondered. That I too. have no reason to believe it's not real because Taylor Swift does not need Travis Kelsey to for anything. Um, and the NFL Taylor, really doesn't need Taylor Ta- Swift. Taylor Swift doesn't need the NFL. Yeah. She's got, yeah. So maybe, but I mean, come on. It seems genuine to me. Maybe I'll be an idiot and and be one of the ones that gets fooled, but it it sure does seem real to me. They're so sweet together, don't they? Look sweet together too. I mean, hey man, Kelsey took his shot. Yeah, I mean, he went after it. He probably didn't think he could, you know, get her attention, yeah. but he did. And now look at him. I mean. 
look, man, whatever. More pu- pu- publicity. It does not bother me. I, it doesn't I, bother me. I personally either, would yeah. rather see Taylor Swift than than you up there at at a game with your shirt off with your chest painted. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> and if it's not her, you're showing somebody else. So you got me on that one, dude. Uh, go go with us next Tuesday if you can, or is uh, uh to LCC. It's gonna be their first home game in about a month. I might. Okay. I think Kenson's on the road. Yeah, well, they are. They're definitely well, on the road. Yeah. They only have one. I found this out from Diesel the other night. We are up against it. Oh, shoot. We are up against They only have one home game left, and that's the North and Or game on yep. uh, a week from today. They play uh, North and yep. Or for senior night. Yep. So, And then I'll be going to the All-Star game. Have fun. I'm not actually going to the All-Star game. I'm going to go watch uh, Isaac play in the HBCU game yep. and all that. So, anyway, well, listen. Do uh, I need to do the show? No, I'm going to do the show from uh, Paul's house. Okay. Uh, up that in, morning? Uh, yeah, that morning, that Friday morning. So, uh, who is my Friday guest? He's my Friday guest, so he'll be, I'll be doing it live yeah, at his house. So. That's cool. Oh, shoot. I just thought about that, too. And that is – no, that's in two weeks. That's in two weeks. Yeah, that's not this two weekend. Weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Man, I, I'm so easily confused. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, I am. Jason Bryant, man. Love you, buddy. All right, let's do it again next week. We'll do it again next week. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the Thursday, February 1st edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Thursday, February the 1st in the year of the Lord 2024. It's a new month. It's another opportunity. John Dawson, for you to dominate the way you did in January. You won the the birthday game nine days to seven. You killed our son over here and who sang it yesterday. Yes. You can't be stopped in 2024. I think we should just call it now. We should just play bingo the rest of the year. That would be fun. Radio bingo. Radio bingo. What do you think, Jonathan? As long as I get my free space, I'm good. There you go. You get a free space. I love you, man. My respect for you, and, and we—I just love our little pre-show uh, or pre-birthday uh, game. We're chats. gonna have a f- moratorium on revelations between tapings from <laughs> now on. All revelations are after the fifth segment. <laughs> I've known you for what 21 years now, Jonathan Massey, and I don't know if I've ever been—I've <laughs> ever been more proud of you than I am right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, doing my best as a father and a husband. Uh, you are an awesome father and husband, isn't he, John Dawson? Speaking of which, you know what? You know something that from long ago. You know, people say if you want to, you don't want to go back. You move forward. Yeah. Every once in a while, I think it's better to go backwards on something. Okay, go backwards. This is my opinion. You may disagree. Can I have a sip of my Capri Sun? Yeah, have you? a have a sip from your sack there. Go ahead. It's a satchel. It's a drink satchel. Did I tell you I went to Sam's Club and bought a case of We're these? We're going to finish my story. Please finish your story. Go ahead. When you stop doing that, I'm not talking to a grown man sucking out of a bag <laughs> of aluminum. Not, is that aluminum? Please get finished. Okay. And that's a sound bite for the <laughs> record books. <laughs> He's looking at me. Okay, I'm done. Look, I'm throwing it away. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You like Kit Kat? I'm going to hit you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. See, now I've got to restate what I was saying because it was 10 minutes ago when I started it. Now people don't know what I'm talking about. We've only about. been talking for two minutes. But it seems like 20. It sort of does. Go ahead. 
remember years ago. You're old. You're you and I are roughly the same age. Uh, roughly. Remember I'm when older. we were kids when it was deemed impolite to ask someone who they voted for? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. I think we should go back to that. Okay. I think it would derail a lot of the uh, the hatred and vitriol. I mean, people hate each other anyway. But you throw politics in there, and that's just another reason for people to hate each other. And I think if people didn't know who the other person voted for, we would be a lot better off. Would get along better? No, I don't think so. I don't think. You think th- that you think if you remove an irritant, people would get along worse? Is that what you're saying? I just don't think it would change anything. But if people are arguing about politics for a third of the day, and you remove that from the conversation, they'll find something else to argue about. I think it's just inherently human. I think that's what pe- people are going to hate each other or argue with each other no matter what. But I'm saying there's people that argue with each other about politics and nothing else. And what if I'm you saying, remove that, they would find something else because those people aren't like the three of us. They're going to find something else to argue about. I just don't. When I was a kid, uh, there was no one argued about politics because nobody knew who they voted for. Yeah, you know what the difference is? What? Social media. The, you know, the connection that you have. You, you can connect with somebody across the world in a fraction of the time it would have taken. And well, That's making my point. If everybody online didn't know who everybody else online voted for, that would reduce arguments. Well, if everybody online didn't know everybody online, that would reduce arguing. All right, I'm talking to a wall. <clears throat> Never mind. I'll cut it out. Social media. No, 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 no. I think you make a valid point. And, and I've said this before on the show. I, I hate Facebook. I hate it. They're I mean, all I just, the exact same. No, Twitter's not the, not as bad. It's Twitter is if if you if you type up there hi, you're considered you're transphobic immediately. Hi. Twitter is worse than Facebook. Not the Twitter, Twitter is just as bad as Facebook. It's just younger people. God, I got to turn you down for the first time ever in our thousand shows. I've got to turn you down. You a go little on bit. Twitter. It's like, oh my god! If that, if someone says that's a good-looking woman, you'll get ninety people jump on you for it being a hate crime. Speaking that's of which, our good friend who was at our at Linda's my wedding, Ariel yes. Epstein. You know, you know Ariel. Yes. You guys both know her. Lovely young lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very smart. The thing, I, I've said this before, what I love about her is that she doesn't depend on her looks to, to get ahead. I mean, she really doesn't, dude. She's got to where she is in the sports betting industry due to how good she is at sports betting. She is really, really good at mm-hmm. it, okay? She posted something. Uh, today's Thursday, February 1st, so it was last week. Uh, that, uh, and I don't even want, you know, I just basically guys were taking shots at her for how she looked. Half the guys, she says, half the guys were mad at her because they said she got where she got because of what she looks like. Then the other half told her how ugly she was. <laughs> That's not a joke, and I know it's, it's quasi funny. It just it hurts my heart, man, because we know Ariel. The three of us mm. do. No, she works her tail off. I mean, she really does, and has earned everything she's gotten. It just, it bugs me, and to Lynn. Uh, whatever credence credence to your point it's all on twitter it's twitter people that are doing that to her and it just i don't know man i, I mean when people Steve Zabin says i'm not here to fight everybody on the internet but i swear to god dude i'd love to see somebody face to face instead of a keyboard warrior who would say something about ariel and i would kick their butt and i know jonathan massey would back me up on that and 
Right. It depends on how big the guy is. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, people argue about sports. Usually people get in sports. That's a safe way to let off steam because in the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. With politics, I don't think it matters either because I think there's like 12 people that run everything and this is all a sham. But people think politics matter, and I think that's why that's a little worse. How would you like my show last week with Zach Hawkum and uh, Jacques Paslick on? They were talking about the moon landing and all that. I mean, are you a uh, – Well, I texted you while that was going yeah. on, and what did I say? No shrooms before noon, <laughs> yeah. before the show's over. I thought they made valid points. i got to tell you, dude, if you missed that show, by the way, it was last Thursday – uh, January the 25th, Zach Hawkins and Jacques Passleg in the first hour. And, heck, Zach even stayed, or one of them, Jacques stayed into the second hour. No, Zach did. And we talked about the moon landing and Operation Paperclip and all that kind of stuff. And now, uh, in the past couple of days, they've had up about the uh, Challenger that nobody died, actually died on the Challenger. Have you heard that one? I think if you talk to their families, they beg to differ. Probably, but I'm just telling you that's the the, the latest conspiracy. I think that's theory. a little too tinfoily. I mean, the, yeah. the moon. La- I mean, first of all, I put the the government past doing anything to pull the wool over our eyes. I mean, the JFK thing. Go listen to Rob Reiner's JFK podcast. It's up there with S Town as far as I could not wait for the next episode. But I do think we went to the moon. I don't think Stanley Kubrick filmed it. They didn't have film in the camera up there. It was transmissions sent back to earth and it was filmed when the transmission was received here okay now the uh, thing about lifting the the face mask with the dust off the lens i'm clueless on i'm i don't know. evidently that really happened too and if that would have happened you would probably die I, you got me on that one what gets me is just that we had this technology in 1969 to well you, you kept asking why haven't we been back what's the point it's just an expensive joyride. What's the point? Well, okay, good point. I think they've studied all the rocks and everything that's there to study. So why would you go back? I don't know. Anyway, how do we get off on all this? I was I talking about this is on you. No, this is not on me. I was trying to stay on point and was losing, so I just gave up. There you My go. My point was, don't tell people who you vote for. I like it. I support that. Okay. Yes. Why don't you tell us about uh, tell us about something everybody can agree on, John Dawson? Uh, Jacques Passleg runs Goeco uh, Technology Service Providers, and they sponsor this segment. And uh, can agree that if you go see Jacques, your money, uh, the money in your pocket will grow, your esteem will grow, your stance in the community, status in the community will shoot through the roof. And uh, Jacques will do it all without breaking a sweat. That's the thing about Jacques. He's always relaxed. He's like James Bond diffusing a, a, a bond. He's no sweat, no nothing. He's just, you know, he's fighting off Blofeld with one hand, dismantling a bomb with another, and he's got a, a martini on the way. And don't forget about the hot uh, lady, too, that's waiting for him. Back to you, Brian. There you go. Uh, no, no, no. I'm kicking it over to our son over here, uh, Jonathan Massey. Good luck, Pele. Uh, yeah. Tell us about uh, how we get t- in touch with Jacques Passelig, Jonathan Massey. You pick up your telephone and you dial 252. 252. 282. 286. 286. 53. 53. 54. 54. Or you can go to his website. It's at and Indeed you can. Indeed you can. Okay. Tom Petty. He was one of the heartbreakers Mike with Campbell. Tom Petty. He co-wrote many of their big hits, including this one. This song is? Running Down a Dream. There you go. It's? Mike Campbell. How did you know that? Who wouldn't know? <laughs> Two people in here just raised their hands. And now look, even Cliff Godwin raised his hand too, okay? Well, 
So that's three of us. Turn sports off. There you go. Uh, Mike Campbell, uh, John Dawson, how old is he today? But tell him about Mike Campbell. He's pretty talented, right? Yeah, he was like the co-captain of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. When they toured, he had, even had his own tour bus. Wow. He, he was like uh, co-captain status. Um, man, 71. You say 71. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 72. You are closer. He was born February the 1st, 1950. So he is 74 today. 74, Mike Campbell. So uh, there you go. You take a one to nothing lead. There, Jonathan Massey, another musician coming up here. He'd be the captain now. Yeah. You think it's Tom Petty's dad. I got it. I understood. I want to make sure. Okay. Dude, you're still cranked up really loud. You can't hear. You can't hear this song. I can hear it. Oh, no, it's, just the, it's pressing on my ear. Oh, okay. It's so wonderful and guess is it uh yours jonathan massey i haven't told him who it is yet though he uh was once in a band called one direction it's the only one i know is harry styles harry styles today is harry styles's birthday i like him and i don't really like any of the new music i really don't he he's a good singer i mean he really is a he's truly a good singer okay yeah there's tons well, of great new music you just not gonna get it off radio Harry Styles over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 28. You say 28. What do you say, John Dawson? 29. He was born February the 1st, 1994, so he is only 30 today. So, John Dawson, you get it. You tied up one-to-one. -one. Are you familiar with this? He's actually a good singer. I know this song. Yeah. Okay. We've got one more coming up, but it's a dead person, so uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, she's one of the top. It goes right to you, John Dawson's tied up one-to-one. -one. She is uh, one of the top up-and-coming actresses right now. She was a star of Ozark, and I've seen her in other stuff, too. It's Julia Garner. Julia Garner. She has a very unique look, uh, and she's a good actress, and... Man, she blew Linda and I away in, uh, in Ozark. Have either one of y'all seen? Mm -mm. I thought you had started watching it, Jonathan. Because I know Jason, Jason Bateman. Yeah. I know Jason Bateman's in it. That's all. And I like Jason Bateman. I think, really? I, watched, I think I started watching like the first episode, got sidetracked, and never got back to it. Let me tell you this. I'm glad you, you said that and you brought that up. This is years ago. What, three or four years ago probably. Uh, I think it was during the uh, pandemic. The pandemic. Linda and I started watching because we'd heard, oh, Ozark, you've got to see Ozark. I watched the first half of the first episode. Actually, probably, it, let's say if it was 55 minutes, I probably watched 40 minutes of it and was just, this is stupid. I don't want to watch it anymore. Cut it off, went to bed. Linda actually ended up watching the last 15 minutes of the first episode. Said, Brian, the next day, I went to sleep. She said, Brian, You've got to watch, at least watch the last 15 minutes mm -hmm. of that first episode. Yep. This is not hyperbole. Changed my whole mind about that show. For, 
it's got a twist in it. I promise you're a smart guy, John Dawson. Jonathan, yeah, you're kind of smart too. Uh, <laughs> you do not see this tree. It has a twist in it. And then the whole series, I, I think there's four seasons of it, at least three, maybe four seasons of it. You're just not ready for it. I'm telling you, it is, it's amazing. And it, it's one of the best series we've watched over the mm -hmm. last five years. I'd put it in the top five series of the last five years. I'm not putting it up against the Sopranos. This one I'll or, probably check at some point. I, mean, I listen to his podcast, Smartless, with uh, Will Arnett and um, other folks. I do like that. Dude, it is such a great show. And I'm glad, I, I'm glad Linda made me watch the last 15 minutes of it because, again, there's a twist that comes in it that at least, you know what? Here's my challenge to both of you. Maybe not before, you know, next week or whatever, but sometimes just watch the first episode. Don't give up on it like I was ready to because it is. It kind of drones and it's like, oh, it looks formulaic and all this. And then it, uh, it mind bleeps you. How about that? Is that a good way to put it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you jonathan massey and i think you will too john but it's very so smartly written and again just twists and turns you don't see coming you'll like it what promise me you'll watch one episode the first episode i'll finish it it's worth it it's worth it I anyway think you just called us both idiots at separate times i did <laughs> i was watching him anyway julia garner she's one of the stars she's the young uh person that's in it and it's just amazing uh do you know who i'm talking about no the young blonde in Ozark. I haven't seen Ozark yet. Oh, gone it. Well, I know how old Jason Bateman is, roughly. So I'm going to go by that. Okay, this is a blind guess for you. Go for and it. And she plays his wife. I take it. No, 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 no. She plays uh, <coughs> a young. Uh, let's, let's say huckster. something. Let's say something equivocal to his daughter. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. Thirty. Thirty. Put us out of our misery. <laughs> I was going to say 30 just because that's how old Harry Styles was. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Born the same day. Man, oh, I'm with all the themes, just pick some birthdays, man. She was born the same day, month, year, everything as Harry Styles. Oh, Both of geez. them born February 1st, 1994. Congratulations, John Dawson. You get that one. I, I'm, I'm pretty impressed, man. Well, you're impressed. impressed. I wouldn't say pretty. <laughs> That was good, too. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Dawson, Rick James. I, I wanted him to say that. That's. I've got a shirt that says it. And who bought it for you? You did when I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> I'm Rick James. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Super Freak. Down to her feet. Uh he was in a band in Canada with Neil Young called the Minor Birds when he was a teenager. Rick James. Yes. Man, I still, I tried to watch that Dave Chappelle special again. Just You're the only into, human I've I met. I you must have been in one. a bad mood or something. Well, I've tried two different times now. Well, I, I don't, I'm not going to recommend is. anymore. If, if that joke about let's get this bill passed doesn't make you laugh, there's something wrong with you. Maybe I'm losing my sense of humor, man. But Dave Chappelle's uh, Rick James is genius. Oh, Charlie Murphy. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, okay, Rick James, he died in 2004. Jonathan Massey. 20 years ago. Yep, died 20 years ago. How old would Rick James be today if he hadn't lived a hard life and died in 2004? He was lucky to live that long. What was the ring he punched 
Unity! Unity! <laughs> That's what I should have played was That's Unity. That's the only thing we can't... No, Sleeper Freak is fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, God. You say it was 20 years ago? 20 years ago this year. 75. You say 75. What do you say, John Dawson? 76. For the second one in a row, you've got it right on the... Uh, Right on the date there, so congratulations. I can't remember if he made it to 60 or not. I'm assuming he didn't. Well, there you go. Well, it's three to one. You've already clinched today. But you know what? We'll still go ahead and play this last one. It's a dead person, too. Hmm. He was the man who said, I don't give a damn, Scarlet. Oh, Red Butler? Yeah, but. Oh, was that? That wasn't care. Uh, Clark Gable. There you go. Clark Gable. There you go. Why is that name special to me, gentlemen? Um, because you had a semi-nude photo on your ceiling as a child? <laughs> no! Because my middle name is Clark. Oh. God. Beautiful so was the, Clark. So the poster was unrelated? <laughs> the poster was totally unrelated, yep. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. No, there was no poster. The poster was a full nude. <laughs> oh, oh, no, but my grandma, Hank's name, my dad, his middle name is Clark, and then uh, my rat bastard dad named me. <laughs> my middle name is Clark also. <laughs> It's funny, so we'll let it slide. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So, uh, Brian Clark Hanks, if you ever wondered, you know, back in the day, I don't you do Brian C. Hanks anymore, but when I did do Brian C. Hanks is my byline, a lot of people wondered what C stood for. It stands for Clark. We know and what it really stands for. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now, keep it moving. They keep it moving, indeed. Uh, Clark Gable over there, John Dawson. How old would he? He died in 1960, so he died 64 years ago. How old would he be if he were still alive today? 136. You say 136. What about you over there, Mizzle? 135. You said? 136. He was born uh, February the 1st, the year of the Lord, 1901. So he's only 123. He would only be 123 today. So John is really young. Yeah, he died at 59. Yeah. So I'm almost there myself. Yeah. Life is fleeting, John Dawson. Thank God. Fleeting. Anyway. Man, uh, drink like that and don't eat. He's going to die. <laughs> Blazing Saddles. Anyway. Oh, there you go. Three to two you win today, John Dawson. So you're picking up the month of February the way you left the month of January. That's so, right. Uh, hey, uh, happy birthday to Gail Copels, uh, Quentin Copels' mom. Miss Gail, she is uh, one of the one of the great people that I know. She's awesome. Happy birthday, Miss Gail. So if your birthday is today, like Miss Gail or Clark Gable, uh, the- frankly... I don't know another word from that movie other than that one. Really? Yeah. <coughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Don't put a brother on the spot or anything. There you go. Rick James. Unity. <laughs> there you go. Have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goeco Technology Service Provider. <laughs> <laughs> Never get tired of hearing John do that. Listen, uh, thank you so much for listening to today's show. What a fun show today. Uh, man, want to thank again uh, my my awesome guest uh, Antonio Pearl Hardy. Really love hanging out with him. City councilman, referee. Uh, I talk about Michael Martin being a Renaissance man. Pearl Hardy's kind of a Renaissance man too. To my partner in crime, Jason Bryant, uh, the WRNS sales executive to the stars. Really enjoy having him in here. Like I said, and I didn't even bring this up when he was in here. It feels like he's on the show every day anyway with uh, the way he texts in texts into the show and i love it i love when he does that and then uh, to robert kravitz thank you to him the ad over at arendelle parrot academy big ceremony going to be taking place over there tonight 
as they honor uh, the uh, referee who uh, fell out, uh, I guess, back in November. So uh, if you can be out there, he said that'll be about 5.30 tonight. I know uh, I'm going to do my best to be out there tonight, too, if nothing pops up. So, uh, hey, tomorrow's show, uh, we will have Paul Whittington on in our first hour. TGIF with IP, and uh, we're going to have another guest for you in our second hour, too. So, listen, thank you so much for uh, joining us here on the show today. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.